Bertha Charuma on SAFM. And yes, I have my guest, that's um, Calvin uh, Gilfalan, CEO, Castle Control. And like I highlighted earlier on, wrapping up Freedom Month, and uh, we are talking about the Castle of Good Hope in the Western Cape. 29 years into our democracy, what are the lessons uh, they are highlighting for us to learn from our past and present? Good morning and welcome to Jet Set Breakfast. Good morning, Bertha, and uh, good morning, the beautiful people of Mzanzi. And it's such an honor to speak to you. Um, running off, a, I would say, a very tumultuous Freedom Day where the national mood was not what it was like uh, 27, 28 years ago with the release of Mandela and with the, with the, uh, you know, you know, we were, we were full of passion and we were full of that. But I, I think I missed that, but I think we must never lose hope. And that's what I want to talk this morning. It's it's hope, because uh, I fortunately, unfortunately, life threw me at the castle of good hope. Of course, as you so aptly introduced, uh, for for like, hundreds of years, the symbol of armed colonial conquest, the apartheid army was housed there. So it's an appropriate um, citadel, an important space to reflect on the difficult past, where we are, in, you know, in the present load shedding and all the drama, but also how do we move forward, you know, uh, from here and, and, and implant hope in the minds and the souls of our people, because without hope and faith and something that drives you, we will continuously lament, we will continuously, you know, uh, at each other's throats, we will continuously be despondent and we will not take our country forward. This country must be the leading voice in the, in the, in the world for uh, for freedom, for anti-racism, for uh, uh, away with ethnicity, with tribalism, and and we have so much to offer, and 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 yet we are at each other's uh, throats when it comes to the issues of the day. Mm. Now, look, like you highlighted, the the, the euphoria is kind of like dwindling, but then you know how do we then safeguard, uh, you know, the work of the Castle of Good Hope? Yes, the, 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 the issue is that we must, we, we, we can't change the past. The past is there, and we know we have re, people revisiting the history, people, uh, you know, reinterpret, the, the, you know, historical events that happened in the past, but they are there. So if I take somebody, a young kid, to the torture chamber, for instance, no? and I tell this person, here, slaves, like, for instance, Muslim slaves, if they should dare to take out the Quran instead of a Bible would be interrogated, would be, would be, would be uh, you know, tortured, would be uh, demonized, would be brutalized, and, and can even face death. So now, three, four hundred years later, what does that mean? Did we, did we move from that point? How do we use just that one simple lesson to say to one another, let us respect, uh, you know, your fellow citizens' rights, let us have religious freedom, let us freedom of speech, all of that, because in the past people would pay the supreme price for exercising that. And that's the, that's the kind of lesson. I just give one, because in a show like this you can, you can go on and on and on. I, I mean, I can talk about the apartheid army that was, that was, was uh, housed in the, in, the, in, in the castle when Mandela was released, uh, when the Trojan horse incident where, where young uh, people in the community were shot in an in a, in a incident. And how do we at university, at schools, preschool, impart those lessons and keep forward the work of I would, what I would call the difficult symbols of the past? It's us, Roman Island, 
the um, in Pretoria, what is it, where people were, were hanged? How do we how do we use those symbols and reflect on the past? Because if we don't keep that connection, mm. the the present generation will say to us, no man, don't tell us about Yumadalas and, and Tatas and whatever. Don't tell us about the past. We want our bursaries now. We want our jobs now. We want this now. But if we delink that, and that's what, you know, some, some people want that. They want us to be, you know, divided. They want us not to move forward. And one of the things that the, the enemy is doing is to cut off the young people from the past. Yeah. But do you think that it will improve our actions, you know, uh, going forward as a nation? We must never lose hope because I, I I think one of my one of my greatest regrets and I'm I'm you know I'm I I, I come to the release of Mandela you know the whole democracy and on the day on the on the late evening of the 27th of April 1994 when I cast my vote it's like my heart was beating out of uh, uh, you know my soul so what I'm saying at an individual level you Bertha myself and Tos we mustn't lose that hope. Uh, we, we need to consistently remind ourselves how difficult it was in the past to get to this future. So if we sit with the electricity crisis, if we sit with a housing crisis, if we sit with a homeless crisis, a literacy crisis, how do you, with your powerful platform, contribute towards creating awareness and spurring on people to action, to go into a township where there's no school and no books to, to impart some of that knowledge? So it's those small gestures that I think we do. Like, for instance, on, on Freedom Day, on Wednesday, we had the IEC, the provincial office there, bringing together a group of youngsters, and they debated the importance of freedom and democracy. Because, you know, millions of young people don't want to cast their vote because they, 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 they don't understand that one vote can make the difference, with, you know, whether their leader is in or the opposition's leader is in. And they, they don't understand that, and they don't understand that Solomon Maslangu, a young man, were, were hanged during the days of apartheid because he fought for this freedom and for the right. And and so I say at an in, in individual level, we have a responsibility to do that. But if we, we are part of a collective, then we also have to do that because your individual freedom cannot be separated from the freedom of the community around you. you otherwise, you will have to build bridges, you know, build uh, higher walls around you, whatever, because the homeless are sleeping on your pavement. So I think that's the, that, that's the lesson. And that's for me as a former, you know, political activist is what I miss the most. That we, we go on Twitter, we go on Facebook, we go on WhatsApp, but we don't go, we don't go out into the streets and into the communities and the parks and impart those lessons of the past and empower people around us to take, uh, you, know, uh, uh, you know, take hold of their own destinies because we can't wait for government. I mean, the government is, you know, government is almost like a, like a mother that has to feed 60 million people. If you're not in the first row, how are you going to get? If you, if you have six, 60 millionth person, when do they get to you? So why not doing, you know, take your destiny in your own hand? with your little resources that you have. Mm. So would, would you say that, you know, the visits to the Castle of Good Hope has been dwindling? Not, 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 you know, you talk pre-COVID, when we measured our performance, the numbers, the people coming to the, uh, you know, last year, we saw a picking up. We are not yet at uh, 2019 levels, pre-COVID levels, but we are, we are moving in the direction. And, 
what what is encouraging Bertha is that a lot of people, although they cannot necessarily afford to come to the council, they go online, they go onto our website, they, they share the virtual in the virtual world, they visit the commission museum, they do their the school kids do their what do you call it, their essays and their tasks online. So there is a massive interest. And uh, I'm sure if the socioeconomic conditions around us improve, more people will be able to afford to come to the castle because we don't want to be a castle of the rich uh, foreign visitors, uh, you know, uh, gloating over our, our difficult past. We want our people to take full control of their heritage and what is theirs. Mm. So how do we visit the Castle of Good Hope? I, I've given you, there's, uh, if you virtually, if you, if you sit far in Gauteng or in Kinshasa, whatever, www.castleofgoodhope.co.za. Um, but if you want, you, you can obviously uh, get information and book there. But it's so easy. Um, if people come to central Cape Town, to where Mandela was released, with the central uh, train station, the bus station, the Grand Parade, every, everything is there, they will see this building that looks very unassuming from the outside. But when they come inside, they will just be blown away with the museums and the music and the and just a, a liveliness outside. Often belies by the fact that so many people focus on the homeless community that we have at the left entrance of the castle. But, but you know, bringing the spirit of the community inside the castle is what is what is booming. So, so we really hope that people can can come. Uh, we we still very we we're talking about eight museums when you're inside the castle, and we're talking about for an adult fifty rand, and for kid you know for for youth under eighteen twenty five rand, and for school kids in a group eight rand. You can never get, and I've travelled around the globe. You can never get that, you know, that purchase that piece of heritage and history with so less. So mm. so I, and I don't know. And we also subsidise people. Like for instance, on May Day we are free, and on uh, Freedom Day we were also free. People could just walk in and enjoy and take in the spirit, and as I say, good, bad, and ugly, so that they learn the lessons from the past in a space that's still there. Because once we demolish that space, then you take the opportunity away for people to reflect in situ, at a physical space, what our difficult past is, what the lessons are, and how do we impart those lessons. Absolutely. Uh, Calvin, uh, thank uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, That's Calvin uh, Gelfalan, CEO, Castle Control Board. And I like your enthusiasm, and we do need to to learn our history, know our history for us to have a solid foundation going forward. Thank you so much for joining us on Jet Set Breakfast. Still to come on the show, um, we are going to be speaking to Owanto. So I've been looking at Owanto's work, some beautiful, beautiful artwork. And of course, we'll get to unpack what her, uh, you know, her artwork is all about, what inspired her and um, how did she know she was an artist when we get back.